Let's okay, talk about let's our shit it. here, bro. All right. Welcome, everybody, uh, back for another episode of Chew Bubblegum and, and Kick, kick ass. ass. This is a kick. This is going to be a kick ass episode. I can already feel it. I'm excited. I'm it's excited. In the air. So yeah. I'm I get some. <laughs> I'm one of hosts, I'm Brett Battostain. Hey, Brett. Sorry, Brett. I, I, I'm another host. I'm dealing with it. You're walking on Brett's words. I walked on it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you have control. You can, you can just mute me in that moment. Just, no, no, not now. I just mean when you're editing. Anyway, that's Brett. I'm Dylan. I'm Tucker. Hello. Hey. Hey. We Hi. are efficient. Like here to discuss oh, the second movie in our incidentally Christmas series. Yes, right. Non Christmas Christmas movies. Last week we talked about Dylan's pick, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, we did. How's it going? This week we're talking about my pick, Three Days of the Condor. Nice. <laughs> Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's not the sound condors make. Sure it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> tweet, tweet. It's more like that. Is it? Yeah. Tweet, tweet. They tweet like a They're like birds. a tweety bird. <laughs> They're yeah. birds. Oh. Tweet, tweet. Um, <laughs> what I did was a pterodactyl. Or they go ah. So those are the only two things, and they don't do that. Okay. So, so starting off this movie, I was a little worried. Why? Because I was like, because <laughs> you hadn't seen it. Uh, I had. It's always a gamble. I can't remember if I've seen it. Actually, oh, okay. I thought you. I think I, I had. Okay. Tried to watch it, or at uh-huh. least like started to watch it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but either I wasn't paying super close attention, or like I f- fell asleep. You definitely watching. have to pay attention to this. You movie. definitely have to pay yeah. attention because there's even things <clears throat> where I, I was like, oh. wait. I had to like rewind a couple times to be like, did I miss something? Even still, <laughs> yeah. and I I was talking to Tuck about this earlier. Like I rewatched it a second time. I watched it twice this week. Yeah. Um. And part of the second watch was like, I do understand because I'd also seen it sometime in the last year. So I was like already aware of what the story is. Yeah. So my second, my rewatch for here, for this, I was watching very closely. Okay. Cause I want to understand exactly the spy dynamics that are going right. as best I can. And still was like, Ooh, mm. I still miss something. So the second yeah. watch this time was to like look for the nuanced stuff that, is displayed on the screen that you don't necessarily catch because you don't know where it's going. Well, and I don't, I still, my, I, I feel like I do understand, but I don't know that it. Well, my trepidation it, going into it was, I was like, to it. Mm, if I can't remember the stuff that I remember about the movie or think I remember about the movie, I don't remember any Christmas. Oh, so I'm kind I of didn't just, either. I'm That's kind of right, just going yeah. off of like the internet saying that it's a yeah. Christmas movie. So going right. into it, I was like, this, I wonder if that's like one of the, but there's, there's, I, it's legit Christmas. It's it legit takes Christmas. place, it yeah. takes place three days sometime before Christmas. There's like, uh, there's two or three, four Christmas carols. Yeah, carols. Yeah. And, oh, and then it there's ends the scene on a in Christmas, the hospital. Oh, and it ends mm-hmm. on a Christmas beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, uh, at the hospital, like they have, to yep. me, I was like, 
I don't know if just carols enough will be enough, but there's got to no. be a scene with Christmas decorations. And there was. Uh-huh. And there it, was. It was. So it when was... that popped up in the hospital, I was like, all right, we're good. Yeah, it was Christmas. <laughs> here's how, like, it was I sometime was between it. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Here's how paranoid, here's how paranoid I am. And oh, my God. Anxious. Condor? Here's Are you some Condor? More, <laughs> some more... Uh, some more tales of Tucker's neurosis. Oh my uh, god! So I'm thinking all week. I'm watching. It, I'm like, oh, this is very incidentally Christmas. Yeah, this is very incidentally Christmas. And then I'm like, I have seen Cobra 4.2 million times. I don't remember one aspect and of it being I Christmas going, related. What if my mind is just placing <laughs> Christmas ornament, Christmas decorations in that store at the beginning, and there's no Christmas? In I it. don't remember. What it being if Christmas. I look like a complete fool? What if I'm and, and it's about we, Cobra? I really like. What if I have dementia? Did you, did you go, what if something's wrong? So I, I you started confirm? it, and I was like, Oh fuck yes! Yeah. Okay. You, you okay, you did oh, confirm because I was gonna say we have to do something I mean, if that's the case. It might be the most incidental Christmas of all, but that might work to my advantage. So with <laughs> anyway, three days. Yeah. The Condor. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I think my argument is going to be that this movie might be like the perfect amount of incidentally mm. Christmas because hmm. it is very. It's there throughout the movie, but it's true. Very, it's very, very incidental. It's, oh yeah, and I, if yeah, it's hard to argue against your point. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, but I think the whole point of the incidental is that the movie could happen at any point in time. It mm-hmm. just happened to be happens to be happening over Christmas. I mean, same with mm-hmm. same with my movie. I mean, it sure, didn't but you have to be sure. yeah. right. But your movie also just has a lot more sure, Christmas. Like, in well, it. they put Michelle Monaghan in that, and like, I think terrific that might little... be the thing. That what? might be the thing that puts it over over the top. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a sure. couple of weeks when yeah, we're, yeah, when we're going sure. into that. But, but I, think, I understand what you're saying. But I yeah. do love the amount of Christmas that's in Three Days of the Condor <laughs> for the purposes of like non-Christmas Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. I think it has. I think it has like just the you. right amount. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Which I, I mean, appreciate. Yeah, and and even the aspect of the plot that hinges on it in a small degree doesn't need it. No, like <laughs> I mean, because that's when he stashes himself in that in that store to get away from what he thinks is being, he's being, Oh no. After the, 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 the alleyway scene and when he meets yeah. Faye Dunaway, mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be Christmas. It just happens to be Christmas. And right. Like that's yeah. a, it's a retail moment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, um, yeah. But then also like just having like the decorations at the hospital and stuff like uh-huh. that. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's all you need. Yeah. And the Salvation Army carolers yeah. at the end. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Yes. And then, um, I did read a thing online that was like talking about how um, Joe's Turner's character, uh, the carols that play throughout the movie, like are thematic with where his character is at Mm. in the movie. Mm. And I was like, that seems stupid. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm struggling with that. I I could, I could see, I I could see Sydney, Sydney Pollock, right? That's who. Yeah, Yeah. I could see him like trying to do something with that but it, mm-hmm. it, it certainly isn't over the Seems top flimsy <laughs> or not even flimsy just as a, a little well, extra a flavor little, to throw yeah, in there yeah. but I don't, I don't I don't see That's that I, I mean was, isn't one of the carols Silver Bells I, I don't even I remember. Don't remember I just remember Wish yeah, You a Merry Christmas at one point I've never seen this before and oh, I watched yeah. it days ago and I really wish I would have watched it again last oh, night because yeah. I was like well I really enjoyed it but I was I was like oh fuck what happened what in that happened? movie well already? but I think yeah. honestly in a in a not in just a way like uh, absolutely that's how the movie is supposed to be digested right mm-hmm. I mean it came out in 75 Five, 76 75. um yeah 75 
Directed by Sidney Pollock, like we said. Yeah. Um, Based on a book, Six Days of the Condor. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, that's how you uh, absorb movies. It. So you go see it in the movie theater, and mm-hmm. is to the degree that you're paying attention, you have to also get across enough information yeah. that it's not too confusing, but your, your walk away is like, oh, yeah, that was an interesting spy thriller. I'm not entirely sure what was yeah. happening, but... You know, it was a nifty twist at the end, and I enjoyed blah, blah, blah. If only I watched <coughs> it in the theater the other night, I'd probably would have uh, been yeah. better. My point is, is like, it, it's not un- unreasonable yeah. to have uh, yeah, seen it yeah. once and be like, I feel like I get it. I feel like I should see it again, mm-hmm. but yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I also feel like the the mystery at the center of it is not like the strongest part of the movie. Well, I think and I it's, think it's because sorry, no, but yeah. I think it's because I wish the um like I wish the reasoning behind the like um the killing massacre. the massacre would be revealed earlier in the movie than like right at the very end because then <laughs> I like being able to in a movie like this I like being able to kind of follow along as they like um like resolving it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the fact that like the mystery doesn't get resolved till the end, and then it's kind of lackluster. It's never really resolved is the thing, right? The the mystery is, well, I see what you're saying. Like the mystery being like who uh, uh, okayed the murders, I guess is what you're talking about. But and the, the fact like that it's like the oil fields, and the stuff oil like fields. That. That's what I mean. Like that's never really. At sufficiently resolved in my mind as to whether the CIA proper is actually okay with this or if it is this like he says like maybe there's a CIA inside the CIA. CIA yeah. Right. I also the feel deep like, state. I also feel yeah. like a lot of that is JFK Jr. will help us out. I think Don't a worry. lot of that is the years that have passed since this movie came out. That theme is so played out and foundational. So that we're entering in, like, yeah, of course, there's a nefarious <laughs> right. shit going on, double, yes. triple layer of, within, because that's just how it works. But I, I'm curious if in '75 or in '73 or whenever the book was released, if this was a, like, oh my god, I can't even imagine this level of like, because like what mm-hmm. they're doing is silly. In the you know they work in a CIA uh, or it's a front yeah. where they he absorbs books and has them <laughs> like, yeah, all oh, that's just silly by today's standards but at the time it's like oh man that's wild they got their fingers on the pulse of everything going on in the world and it's he reads like spy novels and things like that looking for similarities to operations that have happened but for what also good ideas for good ideas right but that's a silly idea like that as a as a spy thing is just and then to have it be like oh they've tapped into something murdered all of them like it feels like an over-the-top concept thought out by somebody who's living in a world that Mm. spy shit like that isn't as involved like the only spy shit maybe i don't know but like james bond like and that's all very black and white thinking so we're transitioning and the fact that Mm -hmm. yeah at the end where he's just like oil it's all about oil like by today's eyes, like, you're like, of course it's about oil. Yeah, because yeah. because it's by today's by right. today's standards, you mentioned the Middle East, and of course it's the yeah. CIA trying to do something nefarious with oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, who knows to the extent to which that whole foundational theme that we live under was yeah. based around the well, success of this movie? Wasn't there? I mean, I could be totally ignorant, but wasn't there like an oil shortage in the seventies? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. 
during yeah. this yeah. time, right? Well, so this it seems like the middle that, of the that Carter administration this would would. I mean, I don't know if people would, but it was definitely no, certainly it, on their minds. Yeah, no, it was preceding that because this was the Ford administration. This was just yeah. as Nixon had been in. So yeah. Because Carter's the one who who ate most of that. Yeah. So it was probably just beginning, which is that conversation at the very end, like, yeah, Cliff Robertson being like, no, you, 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 you know, giving him the straight talk from the fucking CIA people of like, no, you just got it. We just have to do this. And yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm jumping all over the place to, to try and like okay. ju- rationalize this movie as being as let's start at the beginning yeah yeah robert redford's wearing an awesome hat oh my god dude robert redford is riding a moped he looks fucking like awesome throughout rope. this fucking oh, moped hell he yeah is fucking, fucking a man decked. i was like jinx yeah. and i immediately were like well that's a halloween costume oh, oh I was yeah, like, yeah, dude that's a fucking if you could match dude. all that with vintage he looks shit great. looks amazing dude, i he love looks his great. pants I yeah, love everything about <laughs> him is fucking on, shoes. Get in his pants. Yeah. That fucking oh, yeah. peacoat. That Dude, fucking peacoat is he is a he freaking can, stud. Get yeah. it? Yeah, he can yeah, get he it. Can oh, except it. for that sex scene. Mm, he, he can't. Oh, get it. I, that I do have good. thoughts about that sex scene. <laughs> yeah, because I was so. That's where the six re- days. That's where the six days <laughs> makes better sense. <laughs> I their relationship. Like uh, Robert Redford and Faye Dunaway's characters, yeah, yeah Joe and Kathy, problematic. First of all, <laughs> uh, and at second viewing, it feels more sought. Like I understand they're trying to do so much with imagery I, to give us. I get what they're trying to I do. Know, I, I understand, know, I know. but it is like I know the Stockholm syndrome of it all is weird, yeah. and the idea. And it's funny that you say you're. So you're defending it a little bit because you are usually the first person to point out like <laughs> that's not how relationships work. Oh, but they know? don't fall in love. That's why I'm not uh, problematic about it. Or that that aspect of it. They if she don't... had been turned around and been like, I'm giving up on my boyfriend oh, and I'm sure. going to follow you, right. that would be like, come on. But sure. the idea that they just bang, I mean, short of the Stockholm okay, Syndrome aspect fair. of it, he's hot and yeah. he's fucking muscling people around and stuff. Like, that's true. There's an aspect yeah. of like- You saw him kill a man. Yeah, you saw, well, and it- after she sees, no, I guess they had already slept together at that point. So I was oh. gonna say that that like confirms that he's not just a lunatic holding her hostage. Like right. there is somebody after him. But, but right. no, oh. I'm not. I'm not defending. <laughs> but that, that sex I'm just scene saying in this, particular, it's very bad. Is it's weird because I think the soundtrack <laughs> at that moment kind of betrays what could have been maybe more. Like a better sex scene. What was the soundtrack? I can't. It remember. doesn't matter. the The imagery. No, no, no. It does matter because the imagery. I I'm think talking it, about the way they're kissing is awful. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Awful. I'm yeah. with you, but I feel right. like the way it's kind of like yeah, shot, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then also like the way their hands are moving is yeah. weird. But the way it's shot is well, kind of cool. How it's like cutting back. Oh and yeah, forth I like that stuff. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, well, I have well, to. I'm going to find the music because yeah, the music. They're, well, because there's. The, the, the it, it's I don't know if at the time <laughs> oh, it was uh, oh god j- like as cheesy as it is mm, now but I get like the music is so dead on yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I think you're right and I think it it's impossible to know because it does seem like I have to find it. only our experience of this is a satire of this right. so mm. seeing the earnest attempt at it just yeah. immediately makes it feel sat- satirical especially because right. then they're doing that you know, a single, the camera's just there and profile and they're smoochy smooch and like smoochy, smoochy. fade on away is like, oh, like turning your head to the camera. But it, it yeah. reads so false because yeah. you're like, they're not, 
they're not into it. Like, I wonder if those yeah. two just worn into each other because that does not yeah. feel like they are into it. She does look great in this movie. She's though. beautiful. Yeah, she's he's, beautiful. He's, that's why I wonder because you have two beautiful people who are supposed to be passion engaged in yeah. deep passion right at this moment, and like he is pecking at her like he's picking <laughs> up fucking bird seed right. off of her <laughs> yeah. cheeks. Does anybody out there know of any hot Robert Redford love scenes? I Let's can't see, maybe think of a good he's bad. Does he, maybe he's a bad kisser? He's like Harrison or Ford is a terrible like, kisser. I've never seen him kiss someone in a movie where I wasn't like mm-hmm. taken out of the moment of like, God, he looks like he can't possibly involve himself in this kiss less. And it's crazy too because <laughs> even in Witness, <laughs> even in Witness, he can't. He's always kiss talking about his screen. wife and his family and stuff. You'd think he'd be a better kisser. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. But I, I can't think of any Robert Redford love scenes. Most of his movies are not yeah. like that, as far as the I ones that I've exposed there, myself yeah, might to. Be a reason, right? Well, maybe he's just maybe, uncomfortable I with find that. Out. Okay, I, I, I think I got it. It can be as simple as like I'm just uncomfortable doing this on screen. Like, sure. Even in this scene, you don't need it. I could be terrible at it. I can't hear it. Yes. Uh, 100%. Yeah. No, this is wah, wah, earnest. Wah. This is... Well, and then the imagery mm-hmm. of showing the uh, the pictures, right? Because their lead into that is him talking about how he can, like, see... He can appreciate her through her art, and she's got art that she doesn't want to show him, mm-hmm. or she doesn't show anyone. <laughs> it's just, like... It's just so on the nose with oh, that sure. music, and I feel oh, like oh, that. even the imagery is on the nose because then there's like they keep intersplicing between her photographs that we sure. haven't seen already. So she's already talking about how she doesn't yeah. show this to anyone, and now we're seeing stuff we hadn't seen. And then there's a camera that they light, yeah. so there's like you're seeing it. It's and then so a train going through a tunnel, yeah, yeah. spraying. It's real on the nose. I but I don't I don't know if that would be as as goofy looking. If if that music was not so goddamn goofy. Yeah, I hear you. If it was just the the sounds of them banging. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna but shoot how do you, how do we talk about this movie though? Because mm. I, I, I'm I'm struggling to not discuss how cozy it feels because that's 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 I love it. That's Me too. Yeah, like, I just sure. I like hanging out in it. I yeah, do too. That's it. what I mean by the cozy. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like a world you want to sit in. Like I want to sit in that. <laughs> yeah. I want to be in that apartment. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily with them. Maybe with her. Like even even with even with them. You're just like, like having shoot. coffee with them yeah. in the morning. Like it feels yeah. like a nice. Mm-hmm. lived in world that mm-hmm. uh, like snuggle in uh-huh. yeah for sure and i think that is just because uh like that era for sure, sure. for like people who like movies is just like a good era it's for movies yeah. you know yeah uh and it just re- i think it reminds us of like now watching it reminds us of like a simpler time oh yeah <laughs> well which is curious because even in the movie they're referencing a simpler time Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. conversation between Cliff Robertson and John Houston, John right. Houseman of like, oh, yeah. Well, so should we do, should we go through it and try to parse it out? Sure. So yeah, he's, he reads the books for the CIA. Uh, well, we don't know. He's he just, works in he, an office, yeah. but I'm just saying we already mentioned yeah. that. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. his job is. So he works at an Looks office awesome. in uh, New York city, right? He's <laughs> in New York, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. New York. That yeah. was another thing I was like, Watching it again, I was like, wait, I thought he was in D.C. No, but this must be New York. And I think it's shot on location in New York. I think that's actual New York, not like yeah, it studio. Looks like it. Yeah, it really looks like it. Sorry, keep going. Um, um, 
<clears throat> he rides a moped. He rides That's a sweet important. moped. So, so, one, one so, so one day, so one day he goes out to lunch. He has to abandon it immediately. <laughs> yeah. He's for some reason is in charge of getting the sandwiches for everybody in the office. It's just that day. I think it's just <laughs> yeah, completely it's like coincidental. It's coincidental he, that it's his day yeah. to go get sandwiches. He comes back and everybody's dead. His code Well, <laughs> yes. And but, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I what <laughs> I love is that it. I love how fast it moves yep. in the beginning. Yeah. I actually really appreciate that. Yeah, it's within 15 minutes, everyone's dead, yeah. except for him. Like yeah. the story is in motion and, within yep. the. I think it's like at 13 minutes that like yep. the people are getting shot. Yeah, I yep. feel like that scene, uh, the uh, the mass shooting scene, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, definitely hits different um, than it would have had I been watching this 10, 15 years ago. What do you mean? Um, I feel like, I don't know, I think that, like, people coming into uh, normal places and shooting them up has become so commonplace. Oh, I see. That, like, now I'm watching it, like, every time someone got shot, I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like whereas, you know, if maybe uh, it had been more like, you know, you hear about Columbine and then there was another one, you know, and, and they keep happening, but they weren't as frequent yeah. back then. I feel like I probably would have watched this and it not have affected me as much. <clears throat> but especially hmm. because of how authentic everything feels in yeah. movies like this. Like, uh, yeah, those shootings, it was just it was just kind of jarring to me. I was okay. like, wow. I really liked it. It was really effective. But I was like, man, this hits a little different. Well, because they, uh, yeah. they do a good I, job I of yeah. the first, like, that old the older woman sitting at the you know the the receptionist she gets blasted away yeah. right? like so it's like yeah. not just violent like uber violent especially by 70 1975 mm -hmm. standards like she is shot so hard she flies off camera or off screen right. so like that's yeah. like oh shit and then mm -hmm. just um and i like the movie is real tight like there really are considering how it is hard to parse the story itself like the the plot because mm -hmm. it is a very involved plot it's tight like everything is contained in there like even the aspect there because we we see someone's watching the building right <clears throat> and crossing off names mm -hmm. on a on a checkboard to make sure everyone's in there before they go in to shoot and there's he parks his moped up front goes in blah 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 and he sees those kids fucking with his moped so he goes back out as it's starting to rain and he's like you know hassles yeah. the kids to run away and then they cut back and the guy registers oh that's the eighth person that's why they go in because he came out if he hadn't come out and seen those kids they would have still been sitting there waiting and maybe not even have gone in because they were waiting for yeah. the guy who never came into work. Right. So even mm. that part of it, I didn't register until the second viewing. Is like, because then they show him looking at a headshot of somebody who's not there yet, and it's rainy enough that he doesn't see, so he just assumes yeah. that's the eighth person, and then they enter in to go shoot. Like, just right. small little things like yeah. that. Like, the movie mm -hmm. is tight. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't yeah. leave open ends. That's why I wanted to watch it a second time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, Everything must be here. Yeah. I'm just not picking it up. Yeah, no, and it's it's well put together. Like yeah. in the moment, you're following it. <laughs> yes, like, easily. Because it, like, it would be easy to get completely lost yeah. in this film. Because I, I don't like, feel like I, I was got noticing that too. Because I was yeah. like everybody. I was always aware. Like with very little um, effort, it felt like it yeah. felt very easy that it was like I know who's watching who. Yeah, and I know why. You know, like yeah. I know where I am. I know, and, it was, and even the 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 like misdirect at the very end. 
is easy to swallow. Like you can be like, oh, that makes sense. Even if you're not clear exactly mm. what the dynamics were, you're like, yeah, I follow. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually really like that. I mean, just jumping ahead to the end, I really do like the like Max found Sido. Yeah. Like <laughs> switching or whatever. Well, oh, not he's even. Sw- not, he's just he's a freelance. Well, he from does, yeah. from Robert from Joe's yeah. perspective, he's switched, right? Because he he just assumes he's dead now, and then he's oh, like, right. "Oh, yeah, I got nothing with you. That was for that guy, and he's dead." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and I I like that aspect where he Max von Sydow's character is gaining respect for Condor throughout the entire chase, so that at the end he's got respect for him. Yeah, I yeah. love that. So yeah. do I. I yeah. thought that I was like, I don't. It's like. Touching? I mean, yes, it's weird. It really is. Like he's been a monster throughout the whole movie, right? Like, or at least emotionless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's responsible for like a, all the murders, a bunch of murders. <laughs> and uh, then at the end, he's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I like it. <laughs> so anyway, or he. Uh, what I was gonna say is he's like the. Uh, he seems to almost be like the most reasonable out of like yeah. everybody, right? And yeah. that's what's so. And I like, think that that's intentionally. Oh yeah, that way. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, yeah. So Robert Redford goes out the back entrance to Sneaks get the sandwiches out. because it's raining, and, right? And they, they and the secretary says like yeah, he yeah. always goes out that way when it's raining because yeah. it saves him a block. Yeah, mm. which of course it all makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. then in that time that he's getting sandwiches, although the timing of it doesn't quite map out unless he sat and ate his own sandwich there and then brought everyone back because it's like an hour and a half later. Well, and that the other, aside, the other thing too is my guess that the people that have the information about who all is in there would also have like been watching for more than that day. No, and taken a note of like they couldn't have because he just submitted that report and just got the report back. So it, oh, it, it right. had only been a couple days, and this was like clearly a knee-jerk response by whoever inside the That's agency fair. doesn't want anyone to know. My only, The only thing I was going to say is that it seems like they would know when people convenient. were going out to lunch. Seems convenient, yeah. And they would seem... know that they're, they're, there's a good chance that somebody might not be there. Yeah, if but he gives us right. the time. He says it's going to start raining at 10.20. And right. that's when he yells at the kids and he looks at his watch and he's like, yes, yes, yes I'm right on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets back exactly when it's over, like 11.20. And right. it stopped raining. Like it, it, All of it is like he says it on screen so you know that it's important for something for that because right. um, yeah as he's getting sandwiches they come in murder everyone in there including his girlfriend who is like just kind of softly disgusted as his girlfriend but it's clear that that's like his partner the the, yeah. the one the one agent in there um, he gets back <clears throat> you know walks in I liked we, her, her death scene by the way yeah it was, was really good really effective yeah really like good the way they tell her to like please step away from the windows yeah and she's yeah. like I won't cry or I won't scream out and he's like I know yeah that's really cool yeah that's really cool um, and you don't see it too like it happens yeah, off screen I, there's, I like yeah that. I like mm-hmm. that there's a handful like they do violent but they're not like the same thing with another character yeah. dies off screen too uh, later yeah it, so he Comes in, sees all the dead people, realizes, oh, fuck. You know, he sees, like, the cigarette smoking on the one woman. So it's like, well, obviously, oh, he's it just that, happened because he was just in there. So. Right. That was, like, I fucking loved that touch. That like, little touch, that was yeah. A real, that the, was a real little... The cigarette? Little, little cry macho moment for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. burning cigarette on the body. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Grabs that it's gun. such a, like, simple, effective way to, yeah. like, get across a lot of information, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Like, I really like stuff yeah. like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I love... Then he runs out. And he's like paranoid, and he sees like the woman pushing the baby carriage. I love that. Mm-hmm. That, that little... scene when he comes out, yeah, I love because you do get really, especially because it's in such a populated area, yeah. And it's like he's just like seeing all yeah, sorts everybody. of different people yeah. and stuff, and sees the woman like with the stroller or whatever. Like, yeah, that scene is 
does make you really feel his paranoia sudden paranoia yeah Yeah. and like not sure what the fuck yeah so he calls Mm -hmm. calls the cia agency apparently telephones in the in the 70s you could just like tap like 75 times on it and then it would just dial the cia (laughs) yeah (laughs) i wonder how many people actually went out and did that after the fact like does this actually do something (laughs) um so they tell him to like hang hang tight he'll they'll they'll right. they'll send somebody to meet him in an alley and they're going to send his friend yeah. with him Sam. and then this was the part this part i still even on my second viewing i was like i'm still not 100 percent clear okay me too okay because the the cia director cliff robertson tells him hey we're going to send him blah 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 mm-hmm. your section section chief and yes. he's like i've never met him before right and it's uh Wade? No, something. Wicks. Wicks. Wicks, yes. And Wicks is standing there, like, talking to Cliff Robertson, like, you know, Cliff's on the phone and he's in the room with him. Wicks shows up with his friend, who's, mm-hmm. like, his buddy-buddy. They're going to have dinner that night. So mm-hmm. that's going to be his, like, make him feel comfortable. Wicks stashes himself out of view in the alley, mm-hmm. stacks a couple yeah. of garbage cans on top of each other, which is a very peculiar, yeah, very this intentional was a really movement. Weird plan. Yeah, it's yeah. a very weird plan. On Wix's because part, Wix just plans because we don't know. We don't right. know what's going on. We yeah. just assume Wix is going to bring him in, but he sets a garbage can on top of another garbage can and then hides. Although we know that Wix is taking a very personal interest in this for some reason. Because we he do the one. Yeah, because he like. Uh, when did we first meet him? Right before that, he comes because he's in DC. He's in DC. He's like, I'm going myself or yes, whatever. And, right. Yeah. But when he finds out that this happened, he his his presentation on screen is as though he's completely. He's like, they took took out people in my department. Mm. I'm gonna go fucking take care of this on my own. Mm. So his he's presenting as though this is news to him. Right. Right. Yeah. So he That's shows up. Presenting for sure. He shows up in the alley, and then as soon as Robert Redford. It comes within a certain distance. Yeah, I guess and the garbage Sam's cans. There. The garbage cans was to distract Robert Redford is the only thing I can figure. Because then he kicks over the garbage cans and shoots, which, which would be just as effective to just kind of stash and shoot. Like why? Why do right. that? Or why that action even, is weird. Why not wait until he gets over there? All of it is weird. Yeah, I don't follow do any it of that. All close up and make sure it's done right. Yeah, right. What does this guy but, not know how to lure someone into an alleyway and kill him? Yeah, it's very <laughs> was he born yesterday. It's really odd. It's, it's Are a, you born in a barn, man? Come on, man. It's such a weird thing because then he misses. To be a pro. Robert Redford like manages to shoot him somewhere in the gut or something. Yeah. yeah. And and then the guy kills Sam. Then the guy kills Sam with yeah. a sweet neck shot. Yeah. Yeah. That, like I love the effects oh, yeah. work in that. It's really that. great. It's really yeah. good. And then Robert Redford is now super paranoid because he's just like, "What the fuck just happened? Yeah. These yeah. guys are supposed to be here to help me take me in." Right. And then Wicks, of course. <clears throat> and well, and then Wicks pins Wicks, both shootings on. Yeah, yeah. Conor, that's the, yeah. the we hear through conversations in the CIA headquarters right. that Wicks has said, okay, Condor shot us both. Yeah. And that was the last thing they heard before he went into a coma or whatever Yeah, and is in the hospital. And right. that's what I was talking about because then eventually Max von Sydow kills him, but we don't ever see that or it's never even discussed, but you know that's what happened, that he took him out. Right. Um, and that's when Robert Redford then goes running down the street and the, you hear the sirens and he ducks into the, the, um, store and meets Kathy or right. sees Kathy and that's Faye how Dunaway. we Faye Dunaway yeah and then you're like oh yeah Faye Dunaway's in this <laughs> that's how I was <laughs> it was well, a while I, I imagine it took a while yeah, to get like to her 40 minutes or 30 yeah. minutes yeah. and well and I imagine in the book there's more 
Three stuff. Three so that's days, why I say three more days. That's what I'm saying. Like, three days of they were Condor. Like, mm, we can get this down to three days. Well, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. the, the author of the book didn't really like the movie very much. I'm in sure the book, there's more going like, on. And in the then book. the next day, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. But then on the third day, and then, <laughs> yeah. that's how. So there's just three days where nothing happens. They're yeah. Like, and on the sixth day, him. he rested. He rested. <laughs> hey, we're cutting that day too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. In order to be true to the book, on the sixth day, he, he rests. rests. <laughs> and you have to do it four chapters about it. <laughs> no, and I, I'm sure and there's. Each chapter is 50 pages. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> No, I'm sure there's just like, just stuff like yeah. he's like you know behind the scenes trying to figure stuff out, stuff that would yeah. just be completely boring to watch on right, screen. Right. So they just right consolidate it down to a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So and that's a pretty nifty plan on his part of the like kidnap this person to get himself out of the situation. I mean, from a guy kind of make me feel. It does kind of make me turn against his character yes, a little bit. Yes, yes. I don't know if that's intentional or if mm. it, but there's also a lot of, I don't no. think it's intentional because no. there's a lot of movies from this time yes. where the guy is just like, that's I'm going to take is. the, I mean, it's in Commando, right? Yep. Command, Arnold Schwarzenegger takes, takes Radon Chong. Radon Chong, yeah. Uh, I always want to call her a Radon song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, it's a, it's a trope. Say. It's a movie trope of like, yeah. Yeah. this is just the damsel in distress and like, he's a, we know he's of pure heart, so it's okay. Right, but it's so... Right. It's so, it's such an interesting dynamic because for one, you're dragging in a person to a yep. deadly situation, like very likely, not even just potentially deadly, but very likely deadly situation. Oh yeah, uh, for no reason. Yeah, well, other for your, than to for protect your yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, you're <laughs> threatening them with a gun. Mm-hmm. All of that. Uh, oh yeah, you're, you're yeah. tying them up, holding them hostage, like all of that. Yeah. The, yes. Traumatic. All very probably, oh, sure. and, yeah. and I guess yeah. to the okay, let's uh, bottle cap of the, or bottle the time period frame way, framework. The fact that it doesn't wind up getting her killed to me also is a positive mark for this movie because I, right. I I do assume okay she's gonna wind up dead and it's like that sucks. What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So he 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 has this nifty plan to grab a just random stranger and then go back to their house so that he can right. hide he has out to go for... to somewhere unknown which he immediately right. does not do and he goes yeah because he's already he gets, tried everybody to go gets home. killed wherever he goes because right. they're related to him he's got to go somewhere well where there's no, no connection not... to him. <clears throat> well okay sure we don't know at this point that it's because of him that these people have mur- been murdered as far as he knows and as far as we as the audience know this is just something that's occurred Later, we realize. Yeah, but when he gets on the phone, the guy's got, don't go to a known place. Yes, go yes, yes. Go somewhere yes, you're yes. not known. Right. And immediately goes to like two places where he's known and people get killed. Well, no, that guy was already dead when he got well, there. Pe- he's he's well, going sure, to find but out. People are sure. getting killed in these yeah. places. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it the, seems related. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. When he decides to go home, I found that very peculiar too yeah. of like why would you decide to do that I was that? like that's the last fucking place because he'd I already yeah, yeah the, the director said don't go home yeah and then he's also gone to that other person's house I think just to see if the guy's okay is presumably why mm. he's going there and the guy's dead and he just narrowly escapes yeah. someone showing up we don't know who those other people showing yeah. up are we assume they're there to kill him and then goes immediately to his own house and just the random fact that the woman standing there whoever that is the landlord or something i think is what the little x-ray screen on amazon said yeah 
just happens to be standing out front when he walks up and just says off, oh, your friends are waiting for you inside. Like yeah. that one little moment. I, I, It's a bummer when coincidences are the key to a movie. And like this is the only part of this movie that yeah. seems to hinge on. Well, I guess the fact that he was grabbing sandwiches is also a coincidence. So, but the I don't know. I would rather he like. But that kind of coincidence <laughs> is okay. Sure. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what is like flavor it's setting in motion the plot of the movie you mean the the sandwiches yeah yeah the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, he yeah, has yeah, to yeah. go to lunch because me too because no, that then makes it's sense. cool because it's like oh well the oh, he would be dead yeah, too the only reason, yeah, not yeah. for this like specific <laughs> coincidence yes. that is going to that's what put i mean the that's, whole plot in motion that's uh-huh. great but then having him survive because he just happened to be walking up right, right. when she just happened to be taking her garbage out and she's a nosy enough person to be like, oh, your friends are in there. Like, because coincidence being like the resolution to something mm-hmm. is different from yeah. the, a coincidence putting something into yes, motion. especially for mm-hmm. a spy flick. That's right. why they're fun. Because once the plot's in motion, we want to see our protagonist be clever. Yes, clever. And mm-hmm. think his way out of situations. And at this point, he hasn't done anything clever. Right. right, like he's, he's been the opposite of clever. No, right. he was he was clever <laughs> enough to register. I need to go up and hide when those people showed up. Yeah, but still, he has moments of being clever. I think. But yeah, I I just mean yeah. when it's a coincidence like that, it is kind of like, well, that's not really like he's not doing anything. Like it makes him an inactive character, kind of in that right. moment. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. And coincidences are just like that, like kind of Deus Ex Machina thing is like, mm, yeah. You, that's yeah, not you know you don't need that. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. really want that. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but it's okay. It's that, sure. It's not yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah, like it's ruin fine. the movie. No, or no, like no, 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 no. It, it just, just only sticks out because of the rest of the movie. Yeah, everything else is. Yeah. He's being. He's. I was so distracted by the fact that he was going home. <clears throat> well, we don't didn't even re- think about it. Well, we don't know like, that necessarily he until he shows up and she says that. You don't right. really know he's going but home. But that's what popped into my mind immediately. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like, why would she say that? I was like, why is he going home? No, 100%. You fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense because he's... The- going to find the <laughs> other guy makes sense. That makes a little sense. Because it's like, well, I just need to find... Someone. I'm just trying to find someone yeah. that I can just at least like yeah. try and start to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on and this is the only lead I have. Yeah, yeah. As there's one other person who wasn't at the office today, mm-hmm. I should try and track them down. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's well, because also maybe this is the person who's doing it. Like, you don't know. Like, True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but going home, yeah, that is stupid. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. And maybe the book has a better explanation, like there's something there that would help him with the rest of the, the activity. But as far as we're concerned, he's just like, well... Maybe it's just a non, like I'm the non-hero in me, is like they said go somewhere unfamiliar. <laughs> right. Don't go to that guy's house. Don't go to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of there. You just saw all those bodies. Yeah. Right. You know, to me, I'm like, this guy's just doing stupid shit. Right. Because that's before. That's before the 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 um alleyway. Because then he's like, right. I went to the house. Right. Like who are the afternoons? Like I told you not to go to your house. Yeah. You to mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, he takes Faye Dunaway hostage, goes back to her apartment, and they chill out. So this being as uncouth and awful as it is, it's the first smart thing he's done in my eyes. That's why <laughs> that's that was my comment too, right? Yeah. Like it is problematic. It's it involves somebody who doesn't need to be involved, but it's him like 
I got to figure something out. And yeah. this is I need so a place out of left to stay. field. Right. Cause it has to be goes, random. Yeah. So yeah. he goes and like he does that thing where he like puts a gun against her and is like he's going to take a nap. He just randomly her finds in. the most beautiful woman. Yeah. Just randomly. Just <laughs> randomly <laughs> found a movie star level beauty. Yeah. Um, he, it's, it's almost New like York. he found Faye there. Dunaway. It <laughs> it's great. Um, <laughs> Wait. I can't. Oh, shit. There's a comedian that has a really funny joke about um <laughs> Monsters Ball the the movie uh-huh. with Halle Berry uh-huh. and he's talking about how <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh I like I have a hard time watching Monsters Ball because it's Halle Berry and she's still Halle Berry like has Halle Berry level looks in that movie. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody in the movie should just be like, hey, have you thought about being like a model or an actress? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you could really make it. Yeah. And you don't, you don't need, yeah. I don't, I get it. You're desperate, but you don't need to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. You're right. good. Yeah. You're good. You can literally get anybody. <laughs> you walk out there, you get anybody. Yeah. Oh, and that's like how it is. With, yeah. Like he just right. so happens to find like one of the most beautiful but movie stars of all time. It is New York. It I is mean, New York. Sure. There's yeah, beautiful people in the earth. It's true. But there's also a lot of Uggos. Ugg <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but uh, do you want to see him hanging out with an Ugg bone? No. Kind of. No. no. I mean, kind of. No. Kinda. Shut your fucking mouth. No. I mean, kind of. That's uh, It would make the sex scene a lot more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Hot people, only hot people are going to bang like that. Not like that. Up with a, well, <laughs> in that, in the, in yeah. the scenario, not like that, and just like random, like terrible. You're right. In fact, yeah. that would make better sense if it were a couple of Ugmos because just pecking at each Ugg-mos. other. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So this uh, is where. Okay. So then he. Okay. Sort of explains what's going on to her, and you know, obviously she's freaked out because this is yeah. a guy with a gun who's taking her hostage to her house. Right. Like all it's the things terrifying. you're not supposed to do. Right. Uh, he takes a snooze, and that's when we we are introduced to the Max von Sydow character, who's talking with who we learn to be Atkins. Atkins, whatever. So they're they're walking, yeah. they're walking, having a conversation about the fact that somebody survived the attack, and he has to go find Condor right. and Atwood. Atwood, yeah, yeah. And so this is where we, you know, we see we'd seen him earlier. He just kind of showed up and like did some symbol of putting an umbrella in the garbage can, which was to indicate time to go, I guess. Right. Um, and then smash cut back, not smash cut, back to Robert Redford and Faye Dunaway getting up to watch the news about the murders that just happened. Right. Right. And so- and That's I, when he finds that it's being pinned on him, like the- It's, yeah, mm-hmm. well, that it's not being discussed openly, which again, right. by today's standards, you're like, it's a CIA thing. But I guess in the right. 70s, you're like, oh, 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 you question everything you see, because it could just be this, like- right. You know, because he's just, just like, Americans are just starting to understand that sometimes there's <laughs> government cover ups. I think <laughs> I don't, it's hard to like decide what that is because it it's took till the uh, 70s. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> such a trope today, so I, I don't mean, know if at the time this was like you know, there's like Manchurian candidate type stuff, in right? The, in the, in right. the 60s in and the, things yeah. like that, sure. So they start dabbling it, but I think the the mistrust of the the establishment that kicks in after Watergate. Yeah, well, but this is, is much but, more. This but, but it's style. so funny yes. to me because there's just been stored like going in yeah, like yeah. Y- ancient Europe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The the corruption of government goes back so oh, sure. far. <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah. thousands we, and thousands of years. But we've been but propagandized that we're different. I know that's why it's funny. So and yeah, it's we, so we funny now to think because 
Americans were so goddamn naive about the government yeah. from the, the well, inception of it until from the inception of America all yeah. the way to the seventies. I don't know. And then that they that's, were just like they still are. I don't know that that's true. Yeah, some I think of them still are. I, them I think are. what yeah. it is is the way that the art that we see reflects on it became more and more yeah um, anti-establishment. Because I sure. don't I don't think that that's true. I think that the what's presented as part of the media reinforces an idea that yes you can trust everything and what you just said but i don't i am suspicious that people walking around foundationally felt that way they just were like well this is the world we live in and having it become part of the pop I don't, culture, I don't know. popular a, culture it seems like there's a lot of people from the 50s specifically mm-hmm. but our only awareness of it is through the art that's produced so that's my point is it's hard to get a not, beat on but how not, people not, not anymore really not anymore i think our i think our feelings about that have been confirmed in the last few years I mean, like in the trump era of people yeah. being like I see make america great again mm-hmm. let's go back to that time in america well, believing and, and that that time was the, great the mccarthy what's it, yes. the red scare era. yeah 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 okay what's i follow what you're saying about, the idea yeah. that not appreciating that that in and of itself is also because I right. okay what I I'm think saying there was is a segment to, of the population that was always like no fuck this especially yeah, like yeah, yeah, the black community oh, the yeah. gay community like or yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah. people I mean? like, have been being fucked with by the government yeah, right. they always knew <laughs> right. they and so, fucking yeah. knew and I'm talking about like middle class white yeah. motherfuckers well that's what the 70s is, would be going to see this movie the 70s right. is when that starts to blossom exactly. into the and yeah. what I think that's what I'm making fun of is that it took so long for that group of Americans to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't trust the government. Sure, <laughs> and it was yeah, yeah. those like, uh, you know, anti-establishment, yeah, you know, uh, hippie artists that well, they yeah. brought came out the new in Hollywood in, right. in the late sixties well, that are to feeding that, that to them now. Yeah. yeah. And now it's coming back to bite us in the ass but because even, now but those the same people part of that are like rah rah sure. Trump rah rah right. flag, but also QAnon. Everything's deep state. Right. Fuck America. Right. Well, it's, it's really just, a weird soup now. Well, yeah, it's just kind of it's <laughs> just <very strange>. folded <laughs> in on itself, and it just can't yeah. understand anything. It, okay, right. we're, we're getting exactly. too far into the weeds here. We're well, getting this getting is days of the Condor, man. <laughs> <laughs> It would be interesting to see a movie like this, like re uh, visited for today. A uh, dude, it's Captain America: The Winter Soldier. You're right, <laughs> and they even put cast Robert Redford in yes. that. And, That's a good point. And the the Anthony and Joe Russo and the writers of that You're movie right. were like, we took direct inspiration yes. from Three Doors of the Condor. That's why they. I'm certain that's why they went after Robert Redford. Yeah, why 100%. else? Why else? And that's interesting because even in this, because the the the, the culmination oh. of this film, you can push her out of here. She doesn't have to be there. Did she fart? Oh gosh, sure. Delicious. You monster. Look at, and look at her face. She's just all. Uh. I can only see the dead eye. Sure. <laughs> Good lord. It's just as expressive as the live eye. <laughs> Not as expressive as true. the brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is that the culmination of this film, because this is a period where we're still foundationally trusting the institutions and in that the, the yes. bad people are still a cancer within an otherwise expectation of trustworthy institution. And, and he's like, look around. Look where right. we are. I fed this to the times. Like, and this is going to fucking blow mm. up in your face. And for a minute, I was like, oh, because as an audience, we've already learned that this is Bob Woodward and we're trusting, mm. like, this is the guy. 
But this came out before. Yeah, because as the I was doing that, I was like, "Well, right? wait a minute," because the Watergate trials were probably still just barely complete. If I don't know by when this film was produced, mm-hmm. Nixon was probably still in office, right? Like maybe. So right point being, he's not even established as a as a viewer of like this. We trust Robert Redford because he is the like power, you know, whatever investigative mm. journalist who's going to yeah. re- change the world. Yeah, he's just a guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with that. Other and than... it's funny now seeing it so many years later because you're like, hmm, a lot of people know about the shady, more people know about shady CIA stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting a story published about it in the New York Times doesn't really usually amount to anything. Nope. No, it is curious that that's the big I mean, end. mean, not is anymore, like, though, but like media was so but that's consolidated just it. That's what back I mean, then, though, is know? like at the time you would see that and be like, oh, holy shit. No, 100%. And yeah, like, for sure. But now, see, like the CIA is seeing it. No, <laughs> still fully with, in operation. Oh, yeah. With still today's doing, <laughs> acting with impunity no, all and with, the time. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Seeing with today's eyes, you're like, what a dead, lame fart way to end this mm-hmm. of like, you're going to publish something in the newspaper about it that's your mm-hmm. that's your like boom mic drop motherfucker you got <laughs> yeah. your fuck do and even cliff robertson being like you're about to be a very lonely man mm-hmm. like yeah. re- refilming just that scene today would be like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah nobody's gonna care yeah because like, nobody's yeah. gonna care right doesn't mean like like that whole yeah. conversation he has is like you <laughs> he's like today it's oil what about in the future if it's uh Food. No, he didn't even say. Yeah, he said food and plutonium. <laughs> yeah, mm. not water. Yeah, plutonium. The we fuck? need the plutonium. To, to that's already that's like gambling. That because nuclear energy <laughs> is just now getting yeah. uh, its feet under its in 1975. That's gambling mm-hmm. that in like 15 years we're going to be relying on nuclear energy. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> it did not happen. <laughs> right, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but all of that, like, it is. I don't know. I almost would prefer an ending at this point where he just goes into the fold and works in the CIA, right? Because like that was what was presented to him in that moment, and he chooses the righteous path of uh, mm-hmm. revealing all the bad shit that's been going on. When Cliff Robertson's ready to like make him a super agent, right? Yeah. Like, and so, and I like that as an audience. We're like, we're 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 standing for the guy who's going to like put his foot down and and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he won't become a murderer or a a, a hitman for hire like Max von right. Sydow. You know, he won't go reinstitutionalize himself in the CIA. He's just gonna <laughs> disappear. Yeah, the, the characters. Right. I whatever. He's gonna walk the earth. <laughs> <laughs> gonna wander the wasteland. Well, like I do. Yeah. Like, like the Incredible my, Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and my takeaway is like he's dead within a year, right? Like, because. He's, you know, yeah. Max von Sydow already laid it out. He's like, you don't have a future. Right. Like, it's going to happen like this. You're someone you trust is going to show up and right. boom. Yeah. A- and your only chance of not having that happen is to go fold yourself in deeper into the CIA because it's not mm-hmm. like he's independently wealthy guy who's yeah. got, like, the ability to go disappear into the Bahamas or something. He's just some guy in New York. We just assume he's dead. <laughs> I assume he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, I... You think he survives? I think he'd be goes on to become Jason Bourne. I wish. <laughs> That'd be terrific. <laughs> Just watch those. 
Again. I love those so much. Well, the first three I watched. I love those I so much. I love those so so much. He, let's talk, let's let's wrap up by yeah. talking about the Christmas of it. Okay, yeah. I do. Got to part of the movie. Okay, no, listen, we, I, we can't. I, get okay, yeah, no, you're right. I, I, you're right, I, right, I, right okay, right. I do love at the end that twist of uh, Max von Sydow. Well, but we uh, haven't. There's the whole sequence where he and Max von Sydow are in the elevator together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And like, because we as the audience know that. This is the bad guy, right? And that and and Rob and uh, by the um, way, there's also a famous elevator scene in Captain America. I was just thinking the same thing. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. That which is funny. Yeah, and he three days we, in the condor. That's we what we see call Robert like Redford. Robert Redford. Like he's also figures it out right, right. away. Like he knows that yeah. this because he's he's finally gotten his his spider sense up where he's like everything is suspicious. And this guy getting on the elevator with me. And just interacting with me, mm. and he does that cool thing. Mm-hmm. He gets those people, like he tells them, "Hey, will someone come out with me." And he gets like a gaggle of kids to follow him out. Yeah, knowing that potentially, because as an audience, we see Max von Sydow's like got him in his sights with a gun, like outside. Yeah. yeah. But this is just him, just instinctively. So when right. he gets back, like he surrounds himself with people so that Max doesn't have a good shot. Right. And then he gets away. Max von Sydow sees his license plate so we understand why he's able to send a killer to the house later right Mm -hmm. but he gets back and she's like was it okay and he's like i don't know like as an audience you know he just did this super good thing to save himself but he doesn't know all he knows is he just did this thing and he survived right i love that 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 stuff is cool because that's even better than born shit born knows and he sees how he's gotten himself out of shit right this is just a guy who could very easily be painted as just a paranoid weirdo right it's just his best guess yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. i love it it's really great yeah that is cool that's a nice touch (laughs) um and i i think that's the only time those two interact until the very until end. The end like he doesn't there's not another yeah, sequence so. he, he sends the guy to murder him in the apartment yeah and after the the super terrible love scene in the morning the guy comes to murder him right and he he manages to be, kill him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of spy shit that's this is where it gets like confused and then you're like I don't well know he what's going yeah on. he's like he just basically goes to like the phone company um and just makes a bunch of phone calls. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Which again yeah. by modern standards is like yeah. I mean it is neat to see how he's doing it and right. like how he's he No, I like the, it. I like it. It shows that he's like he's, he's being more active. Yeah. He's like now yeah. he's like I'm gonna got, say, I it's it's up to me to figure this out now. Yeah, and he's uh, got so tricks like up his it. sleeve. It's just yeah. funny because the the phone company is such like an antiquated idea. Yeah. Uh, I, like my grandpa worked at the phone my grandpa worked at the phone company for mm. thirty years. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Out. Yeah, I got oh. a pension and all that stuff, and nice. then opened up a trinket store. <laughs> oh, yeah, like phone trinkets. <laughs> the yeah, no, he would like no, do car- like whittle. He would do carvings and stuff, and nice. sell them and sell mugs and stuff like that. Very nice, cool. Um, yeah, I worked at the <laughs> phone company for thirty years. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he figures out Atwood Atkins Atwood, Atwood. Atwood. Yeah, and he confronts Atwood in his home. And which I, I love how the scene plays out. Yeah. Like from when he goes to confront Atwood and he like puts the music on really loud and lures Atwood downstairs yeah. and the, the, their character interactions. And then, uh, Max von Sydow. Yeah. Like coming into the, like, into yeah. the background you don't even like see him come in yeah like, and at at when at atkin atwood, 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 atwood. atwood does see him right, right. like yeah and yeah yeah i like that yeah i really and then because then when he sh- even watching it again when he shoots him it is like oh shit 
Like I know oh, yeah. what's coming, and it's still like, oh my gosh. Well, and the thing, is, but you're also like, you know, it's coming, but you're also like, ooh, is like something gonna happen? Like, is because your Max von Sydow is the bad guy. You yeah, do want him right. to like you. You almost want like Faye Dunaway to like come ah, in and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. shoot him at right. the last yeah, second. Like, and then I, I followed you here. Atwood is like, you know what? You're free to go. Like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like what you're yeah. you're wanting as like a sure. a, a person, mm-hmm. but you're also like, he's gonna die. But yeah. when it does happen, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like uh, and it's then, startling. And then he turns and he's like very cordial with Condor, and they have like a conversation, and he's like genuinely curious about how he managed to avoid evade him the whole movie. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it is cool. It's like a total like oh shit, this is not what you're expecting at the end of this movie, right? So yeah. I mm-hmm. dig that. I really dig I, and that. So just to be clear, Higgins, that's the uh, Cliff, uh, Robertson. Cl- Cliff Robertson. Mm-hmm. He hired Max von Sydow to kill Atwood. Yes, the scene right, right before okay. that. Rewatching it, I realized that's what they're talking about because it's the conversation. He's sitting there having a conversation with John Houseman, and then there's a phone call, right. and then Houseman hangs up and says, They have him, they've grabbed him, and he's at the New York station. Right. And then they cut, and Robert Redford's at Atkins' house, Atwood's house, <laughs> which, as a passive audience member, <laughs> you don't process, but what they're saying is they grabbed Max right. von Sydow right. and ha- are holding him. So right. yeah, so as an audience, you think they've got Robert Redford, but then no, right? And so yes, he's he's decided to take care of Atwood, and so and I think what's his name like Jamais? Yeah, they um, they say when oh, he when Cliff um, Robertson knew him, it was John Mayer or something. Yeah, Jobert. 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 So he says that he had to kill Atwood in order, like. To was, save the the the, or, the company from Well, he doesn't know. He's just like, I, I assume he was about to become an embarrassment. That's He's right. like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't bother myself with the why. I just right. think more about the when. <laughs> the when and sometimes the where, yeah. which I mm-hmm. love. I love all that dialogue. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah I, Max von Sydow's cool in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. He's really, rad. I really, really like him. Yeah. He's like a very memorable bad guy villain. Yeah. Without, he's not like arch or mm-hmm. uh, over it's the top or his, campy. His motives aren't. Even emotional as he, at as all. He, yeah, yeah, like as he explained. Very, yeah. He's as almost it. like an Anton Sugar <laughs> type uh, character. But more that intellectual. I like. yeah, yeah, more intellectual. Because and, he, he, he paints little figurines. That's why he's intellectual. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I do love him as a, he's a very memorable yeah. villain. And it, mm-hmm. a lot of times, memorable, re- memorable villains in like certain types of action and thriller movies can be like really over the top and campy you know yes yeah. and he's uh, not i mean even like uh hans gruber's like very yes uh he's a cool villain but he is like uh he is arch mm-hmm. you know what i mean just yeah. by virtue of it being alan rickman and alan rickman being such like a a man of the theater is <laughs> yes. very like flamboyant so? and then he's like Sit acting down. on his own motives i think is what makes them more yeah that whereas he's just a hired Gun. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't give a fuck. He's right. a tool of the villains. Yeah. Right. And, but unlike Sugar, 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 he is truly driven by this. Like he's not taking any of it personal. Right. There's mm-hmm. no. No. Yeah. For sure. They, there's differences uh, sure. between the characters, but I I just do like that he's really just a tool. Like, yeah. That's the, the fact. Fuck. It's what a tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And, I, and like again, an instrument of the bad, like the actual yeah. bad guys, which are mostly like kind of unseen and behind the scenes yeah. other and, than like the to few the, people that we see to the time frame of it all like when Faye Dunaway and, and Robert Redford come up with that scheme to locate Cliff Robertson Higgins and then 
kidnap him and have the conversation over by the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. Mm-hmm. That to the time frame of like, this guy's a he's a killer for the for the CIA. You guys hire someone to kill people. Like yeah. the whole fact that he's incredulous <laughs> about it is yeah. like even yeah. like, thinking about it, I'm like, I don't. Are. I find yeah. it hard yeah. to believe that even an employee of the CIA would feel that way. Like right. even yeah. if you are just a guy who's reading books all the time, like we're sitting around what, reading yeah. Moby Dick and stuff. What kind <laughs> of like what what kind of like <laughs> just like Dick. conscious attempt to not register what you're doing would it take to not also think, yeah, this is a secret agency. There's some aspect of us that's going to be keep people killing people. Like, but, <laughs> right. It's yeah. weird. It's <laughs> weird that he's like, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's supposed to be us as the audience, like <laughs> screaming at the government, yeah. like you yeah. can't do this. Uh, well, it's I the fact like that they're killing Americans, I think, yeah. because it's but okay again, if you're killing like Koreans. Right. Well, but, right. but apparently they, not if it's no. Middle well, Eastern, like people in the Middle East. Like, right, yeah. I, I, he's incredulous that it's about oil. Yeah. What uh, the fuck? Well, it used to, to be like again. that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, sure. But I mean, it used to be like people thought we don't assassinate people. Well, I mean, we people thought that as a conscious collective conscious. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. We I believe that that people was the bought case. Into that, I believe. I mean, I've got this book right here. I mean, I understand. I mean, it, what book is it? The Manufacturing Consent. Oh, right? yeah. Like there you go. Even reading that, mm-hmm. twenty years after it was, well, maybe fifteen years after it was released, it still felt like. But people didn't actually. But did they really? Like, yeah. but yes, of course. And then they were not reading manufacturing consent six, 15 years later either. Well, they no, kept on believing yes, bullshit. Yes. I know. And they kill. They still do. I know. I'm part of an elite. It's just that, an elite group that, who's read the book and understood. No, it. you're just part of half the population that knows how to read things and has. <laughs> you think fucking, half the population read that book? Because I got news for you. <laughs> no, no. But I think half the population is probably has you know the ability partial to read? bullshit detector and <laughs> yeah, I hear you. understands <laughs> I, how I know, the world I'm, works I'm, on a certain level. I'm 100 not disagreeing. And then with there's you. at least half of us that are completely still in their blinders. Oh yeah. About anything real. Oh yeah. Or well, yeah, and then as we already said, the, the getting all tangled up in the queue of it all is yeah. just really fucked with it. People believe weird. <laughs> yeah, they, they believe weird shit and ignore the actual nefarious shit well, that's right in front of your face all the time. Just the stuff that doesn't they don't want to see. I mean, they see all sorts of nefarious shit that they want to see. It's not there. <laughs> well, that's still as there. As long that's as just... it's bullshit, they'll believe it. Well, <laughs> but that's not entirely true. As, as long as it, no, is no, it? You you don't think the Clintons are full of a bunch of bullshit? That, well, sure they are. So but there's they reality. Make up a bunch of shit about them when there's plenty of real shit. Well, but that's sure. the point is they're <laughs> it's like, they're willing to engage in it if it's directed at somebody like, that they don't want to like. That's my point. Uh, right. They're but willing then, to engage. But in then it. they're like they're drinking baby's blood. Yes. Well, of that's course. where they go. Well, of course, because they have right. no interest in reality. <laughs> oh, right. God. oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that. But right. that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. they don't, they, it's the lack of interest in like it's the things the... that are trying to discern what is reality and what is fiction. Yeah. It doesn't uh, seem that it'd be that hard of a stretch to register. People drinking baby blood is probably not real. Right. Yeah. yeah. But when you think that actual demons exist, then you're you'll believe almost anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a part that I have a hard time processing, but it is true. People yeah. genuinely believe in demons and the devil and hell and all uh, that. Right. Which 
that alone is like what? What? <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time with those people. <laughs> what? The fuck are but you yeah, I mean, I are you out it. of your we, mind? I mean, yes. <laughs> we all understood yes, that was are. a story we tell children to make them act up, behave at bedtime, right? No, like they don't you understand. Know, they don't. It's exactly. so weird. It's it is so, so bizarre. Yeah. So weird. Like, so weird. You're so weird. Insane. All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's wrap this up. Three days of the Incidentally, Christmas. So I. He's uh, the reason for the season. It's a, this is going to be Christ. a movie that I go back to, I think. <laughs> Isn't uh, or is? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like going to watch it like a, a, It's a cozy film. A uh, Christmas I, movie, yeah. I yeah. rewatched it yesterday just to like see if I could parse out some a little bit more, and it just feels good. Just Maybe not it. like in good. every year Christmas, no. but right. like every few years type thing, yeah. you know? I'm. Yes, 100%. And yeah. I'm going to very soon watch uh, All the President's Men. Right? Yeah, like, I want to see more of this period. I want to like sit here Dude, some more. This happens it's every great. time on this podcast. Anytime we have to watch a movie from <laughs> this era, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh yeah, I gotta go back. There's a few from this era that I gotta go back, yeah, and watch. Like mm. I actually haven't seen Marathon Man. Oh, I just rewatched mm-hmm. that recently. It's... That's one that I've been wanting to watch for a long time. Because that's I've also Faye Dunaway, it. isn't it? Is she in that? I, I think she's remember. the. No, 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 no. As the person I decided who hasn't that seen that for a long I don't know. time. No, it's. A, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the the behavior of the woman in that reminded uh, me of Faye Dunaway. We were like, huh, I don't she's think got you a lot of Dunawayisms. Like <laughs> well, just the like, you kidnapped me, but I'm still gonna just kind of have so sex. Horny for you. I mean, I appreciate Dustin Hoffman. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I'm horny for you. <laughs> well, and it's even more, and it makes better sense in Marathon Man. But you'll see. Uh, Oh yeah, does he sh- does he hang dong? <laughs> well, no, but you'll see. Oh, uh, dang it. It. But <laughs> no. in this movie, yes, it's illogical that she would be like not anything but trying to murder him, right? Especially within escape. the time the time frame that they have, like spent a day and a half, and she's like yeah. gone from being terrified of him to being like. Not only do boing, I boing, love boing, fucking boing. you, I'm going to help you with your plan. Like, right. yeah. that's part of why I think the six days makes better sense because you have time for them to develop right. <laughs> some kind of connection. That, right. Like, because once she understands said, that he's actually it in been trouble, called six like, days of the condor, and like they're in the middle, it should have been like two, three days yeah, later. Three days later, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after much trust building, after after him just like <laughs> just yeah. shows him doing a trust fall. <laughs> Just showing him like just chowing box for yeah. three days, like <laughs> <laughs> after much box chowing. Because <laughs> that's how you get trust. That's how you get trust. Do you trust me yet? <laughs> I think I also no. You, I think yet. you guys. I don't think you guys are appreciating the erotic uh, aspects mm. of being tied up too. Like because mm. she's like he comes in and he's like, how come you haven't asked me to untie you yet? And she's all. Uh-huh. Like, Ooh, oh yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Daddy. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, okay. uh, and then he spanks her bottom red. Yeah, there's not enough spanking for <laughs> the amount of like adherence she for has. The to amount avoid. of bondage in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's exactly. not nearly, nearly enough spanking. Not nearly enough spanking. That's yeah. the three days. That's the extra three days. That's three, that's three, three, three days, days later, he sucks. <laughs> Do you know where they call her me? Ass is just, her ass is just bright red. I'm gonna scavenge that pussy. Oh my god! 
Scavenge. Scavenge. Condor and scavenge birds? I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. I think yeah, I, they're like vultures, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> no, the California condor is one of the, I think it's the biggest bird in the world, like with the biggest wingspan. Sure. All I know is John Ritter's condor man. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that they're the world's biggest bird. Okay. <laughs> I learned that at Birds of Prey. Mm, in, mm, outside of Boise, yeah. Idaho. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Birds of prey. Anyway, the Christmas of it all. The Christmas of oh, it all. Yeah. I think it's pitch perfect. It's good. Uh, just the right amount for mm-hmm. it to be. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, like a. Uh, 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 incidentally? Inci- well, just like <laughs> a unique. What's the word I'm Incidentally, for? Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Like it's a good one to add to the rotation mm-hmm. that you probably don't remember as a Christmas movie. Oh, for sure not. But if you're like burned out on Die Hard, if yeah. you're burned out on like the Shane Black movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, look at it, you, Dylan. <laughs> Uh, and you're just looking for a good movie to throw in there every once in a while, every couple of years. Yeah. It's a good movie for that, where it's like, oh, what's a good non-Christmas Christmas movie? Sure. Three Days of the Condor. Or any kinda... Shane Black movie. But yeah, go on. Yeah. But, uh, but at this point, I assume if you're <laughs> like kidding. a person who is like excited to watch Christmas movies that you, or, uh, that you've probably watched Lethal Weapon a lot. You've probably watched <laughs> yeah. The Nice Guys a lot. You've probably watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang enough. You know, you, I doubt it. I don't think anyone's watched Die it. Hard. You've watched Die Hard you've and Die Hard 2 death. plenty yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah. Like you've yeah. watched Home Alone a bunch of times. Uh, oh my God. Um, you've I watched just, Gremlins a bunch of times. I just started, Maybe you haven't watched Three Days of the Condor that many times because you forget it's a Christmas yeah, movie. I just yeah. started A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, how's that going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like one scene in. <laughs> trailer looked terrible. It looked horrible. Yeah. That's why I'm watching it. Yeah. I was watching it just to have a conversation with you because I assumed you watched it. I have not watched it. All right. Well, by next know. week, I'm sure you will. I, I, I tried to watch um, Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh no! Oh boy. With Finn because he likes yeah. all the Home Alone movies. Okay. Well, he, I don't even know what that is. He likes one and two, and then we right. he started to watch three and was like, mm, <laughs> "Yeah, I like Kevin McCall. I like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I like it's Mac- a different Kevin kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay." And then when Home Sweet Home Alone came out, he was like, can we watch that? And I was like, yeah, sure. And both of us, like five minutes, it came out like two years ago on like Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Pete Holmes and Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney are in it. No, thank you. Except I love Rob. Yeah, he's in it. He plays like... Oh, I think I do remember this came out because anything that has Rob Delaney in it, I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it because I like that guy. But both me and my six-year-old at the time was like, hmm... We're good. We're, let's turn this off and watch Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I like a Home Alone two. I always think is really fun, but I haven't really revisited it because revisited of the Trump it. of it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what if we just let like told George Lucas we needed him to leave oh some magic? God. Oh my god. And and you know he comes back and he's like replaced him with Watto or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Holy boy! <laughs> oh my God! I would take that. Oh boy! I was like, I'd be okay with it. Trump is also in Little Rascals, like the movie oh, remake. Oh no! Um, as sure. like the rich kid villain's dad. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, also be great he had if a window where he was just trying yes. to like. That was what he was yeah, trying to yeah. do. Make yeah. a living off of like cameoing in mm-hmm. movies. But um, it, it would be cool to have Watto in that one too. Yeah, they should replace all of them with Watto. <laughs> Come on, Watto. <laughs> That's the boy's name in Little Rascals, the villain. Waldo. Yeah, Waldo. Oh, I'm Watto, you're Waldo. <laughs> Come get in my limo. We've got to go to the pod race. Oh, boy. 
Let's roll a chance cube. <laughs> what? See, then it would be like, you know, a little offensive and uh, kind of watchable. It, yeah. You'd, you'd be taken aback by it. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't be like, oh. Right. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like Home Alone 2 quite a bit. Yeah. It really ramps up the violence against yes. the, the, uh, the sticky bad bandits. Isn't yeah. that what we're all there for? Yeah. Is to watch Daniel Stern scream and insane. be hilarious? Yeah. But anyways, yes, Three Days of the Condor, the Christmas yeah. of it, I like a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's a refreshing for how much, like, it's in there enough that I'm like, yes, it's definitely, I count this as a Christmas movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but not... So incidental, where you're like, mm, "Is it only one scene?" Looking at you, Cobra. <laughs> God, man, he is like aggressive, man. <laughs> well, as I was watching the, the movie, I was like, "I think I have a Christmas good chance." Ever. I think oh you do. My God. I was like, "I have a solid chance with this one." Cobra wasn't such a blow your fucking dick off romp. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> A running duck. I am having such a hard time getting. It's like a two hundred page book, uh, and it is taking me so long to get through it because oh, it's I'm just terrible. Like, I'm just like, just, oh. just give up, dude. You have, I'm not you gonna give up. I'm like eighty pages my, in. You should but stop reading that and wait. I'll write a novelization of Cobra. There's enough books and then out you there. You can read that. Yeah, there's enough books. Just, just, it's okay. Uh, I give you permission to just drop it. No, and I move got, on. I got like a hundred pages left. It's, uh, it's gonna make. Oh, I can knock it out in a few days if I. I just yeah. gotta buckle down and. But read if it's boring, it. there's enough books that aren't boring. Just. just well, because it's like, <laughs> I'd watch. I've watched boring movies before. Sure. You can mm. read a boring book. Sure. It's not gonna. It's a hundred pages. It's not gonna it's, take that long. It's not gonna kill him. I yeah, guess. I'll be. F- I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, but you and just made my, it. It's my twenty-fifth book slog. of the year. So and that was my reading goal is twenty five books. There you go. Nice. And so I'm just like I just got to finish this one because it's my freaking twenty third book and yeah. then I can move on uh, with my life and never do a reading goal again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, uh, that that book is definitely not set at Christmas. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Well, that, it's yeah, I mean, we're already talking guys, about it. It is next, so incidental. Our next, our next movie is so. That's yeah, what we're doing next week, and yeah. It Do you guys have any curious. final thoughts on Three Days of the Condor? I uh, really it's liked great. it. Yeah, it's I terrific. It. There's yeah. it's there's definitely things about it that I'm not like blown away by. This mm-hmm. isn't like a movie where I'm like, oh, Three Days of the yeah. Condor yeah. fucking rocks. Yeah, but I am yeah. like, no, this is like a good solid movie. Yeah. Yeah, from the seventies. It's That's a solid great political for a thriller. Cold Sunday afternoon. Oh God, just, it's just perfect. Throw it on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Put on your slippers or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is something great for cozy. that. Cozy. Cozy. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would right. like. I could do like a double feature with like this and Serpico. To be honest oh, with you. Oh hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> hell yeah. Because <laughs> Serpico's got the vibes too. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like, sure. It's, it's full just seventies like vibes. Seventies New York vibes, man. Yeah. And just like like a funky soundtrack, just like yeah. wicka, 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 uh-huh. all throughout the movie as he's like Al Pacino strutting through town. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's a good vibe. Oh my god. Um so yeah. So next week we're gonna be doing Tucker's movie mm-hmm. Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> The Sylvester Stallone Triumph. That's right. <laughs> Brigitte um, Nielsen. Come on. The greatest movie of the 80s. It has been a while it. since I've seen Cobra. It's been a long time since I've seen Cobra. I've I'm seen fairly Cobra. confident I haven't seen it since I was a kid and it oh, was on cable. Jesus. <laughs> Pretty sure. I think I saw it probably for the first time when I was like 20, or like 19 mm. or 20. Oh. And had not seen it. I was before that. 12, maybe? 13? 
what year did it come out? 1986. Yeah, so yeah, I, was I was 14 or 15 old. when I saw it. Okay, I made my grandpa take me to see it <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> opening see, night. I was a huge fan of 90s Stallone. I'm Wait, t- you went and saw it at eight years old on opening night? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, we were in That's Portland. Cool. That's weird. My grandparents <laughs> That's met so us in weird. Portland, and we had at hotels. Eight-year-olds to see that? And oh my god, I was obsessed with Stallone. Rocky uh, and yeah, Rambo okay, I can see if you're on holiday with it, your grandparents. Man. Yeah, okay, that and, makes uh, sense. The, uh, my grandma and my mom and my sister and all the rest <laughs> of the family went and saw Sweet Charity, hmm. starring. Alan Alda, <laughs> oh, and God. I went to Cobra. Fuck yeah, 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 that makes sense. I had a great night. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I, I like the Stallone, mo- the '90s Stallone movies. I'm talking like your Demolition oh, Man's, your Daylights, uh-huh. uh, your Cliffhangers. Oh my God, I just watched sure. Cliffhanger oh, for the first God. time in a really long time the other night, <laughs> and I was like. This movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, this yeah. movie is so, so terrible. So goddamn bad. It, yeah. I, and I remember Cliffhanger being cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-uh. Cliffhanger rocked. Yeah. And the whole time I was watching it this time, I was like, did I watch a different movie? <laughs> yeah. Everybody in this movie is a fucking idiot. <laughs> First <laughs> yeah, of all, yeah. John Lithgow is the bad guy. Oh, dastardly Lithgow. Yeah. yeah he, so his dastardly. character's a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're all fucking idiots. They're all stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Rooker car- plays a character yeah. in the movie. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> his name's Tucker. And his I, name, or one of them's Tucker. Mm, probably yeah. those were like maybe we, you know those there were so many like one-liners and yeah. stuff but there's someone like you want to kill me tucker take a number and get in line and i was like holy fuck it's like <laughs> how many <laughs> yeah. are you gonna throw at us all at once <laughs> right that's a good movie but uh, i'm much more yeah 80s uh action movies are where sure. it's at for me yeah yeah um the, well the night it's funny because the 90s action movies are all really bad and Many of them have no redeeming qualities to them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of the '80s action movies still do have a lot of redeeming qualities because they were kind of creating that campy, mm, okay. cheesy yeah. action formula. Yeah. Whereas the '90s movies were like beating just, a dead horse into yeah. it by that time. <laughs> yeah. And so once you go back and watch those like '80s movies and understand the reference point mm-hmm. or the uh, sure. origin of that. Well, it's yeah. hard to really appreciate. And the fact that they were kind of like we the should best hold this. ones for all. Like you're, tr- you're right. We should. We should oh hold yeah, this okay, for yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. right. we may have a different viewpoint after we revisit it. <laughs> Fuck that, guys! This is <laughs> shut up. The greatest up, fucking movie. <laughs> if you don't like this movie, I don't know if we can be friends. I didn't say I didn't I don't, like it. I fucking love this movie. If you I'm don't just, love this movie more than all other movies, yeah. We're gonna have issues next week. All right. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. Um, it's going to be really fun. We should watch it um, together. I just want this to yeah, play. Oh, over, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just produce it over it. Yeah, I, just, well, I, just want, I want this to play over the, the end as we're wrapping up. Okay. Okay. kick ass. But you have control of that. Dark. You're the person who edits this. You have yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After dark. Um, all right. After Thanks, everybody, <laughs> very, very much for listening. We appreciate it. So With sultry. With our entire soul. Uh, uh. Bench. <laughs> Picture of Picture Bench. Of Picture bench. of Bench. Picture yeah. of Bench. Yeah. Hand on neck. Hand on neck. Oh, my God. Weird pecking uh, at the face. Launching rocket. That's how I. That's how I kiss when I'm making love. Is when I do like hand on neck and go. Mm, uh, mm, 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 yeah. Super mm, passionate. Mm, that's yeah. your super passion is. That's a really good Robert Robert Redford impersonation. <laughs> like I'm blowing a raspberry on like an infant. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 Fucking baby. <laughs>
So hot. Oh, gosh. Um, we appreciate you listening. Yes. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about Cobra. Hell yeah. yeah. And until then, <gasps> cry, cry macho, shitters. Oil. It's about oil. <laughs> good, good one. That's I like good, it. Yeah. <laughs>